0: Master Skywalker, there are too many Swear words What are we going to do? (laughs) Ha ha ha, terrific This show contains some adult language and may not be suitable for younglings
1: Hello there He's no good to me, dead We're fine, we're all fine here now. How are you? I think you'll fill in nicely this is where the fun begins
0: hello and thank you for joining us for news reviews and interviews from your favorite galaxy far far away my name's pat but hey don't call me padawan collins uh, wait where's andy, where, A- andy? little andy yeah. andy andy i don't oh
1: i don't think he's here I,
0: he's not here oh my gosh shoot all right well uh i thought i heard
1: all right well, I'm I'm Ryan Sith the Bed Germanus if that counts. I don't. know.
0: Well, this is hey. we'll we'll try and I I don't think you can make a tripod stand on two legs. That's just bipedal. But uh, we'll try our best make it work. Um, yeah, our our, our boy Andy is off tonight. He's uh, a little bit run down from work. Um, he he's a little bit he's a little bit tired. Uh, mind you, what affliction are you currently living with, uh, my good friend Ryan?
1: Um, I I got the COVID. You got the COVID. I oh, mean, sweet. yeah, I decided to visit America and didn't pack my hazmat suit, and this is what happened. Came happens. back with the vid. Well, well done. Yep.
0: well done. And uh, <clears throat> I'm surviving. Uh, well, good on you. Yeah, me too. I got a sinus infection as we currently speak. My front tooth hurts like hell, and it's because it's all connected oh, in there. I'm pretty sure it's just an inflamed nerve from. Uh, I got a tooth replaced from good old Canadian hockey playing days. And I uh, got it, finally got a new, a fresh new, fresh new, uh, uh, what do you call the front teeth? I was going to say lateral incisor, but that's not it. And that's the the only reason I know that is from the hangover. When
1: <laughs> I can only think of canine, but that's not, that's the other ones. That's like the vampire's yeah, teeth. Yeah, the, the front teeth, the goofy teeth. Those are the ones. One yeah. of those, one of those the, I got knocked chop, out. Of the place. choppers.
0: Yeah, so a sinus infection is driving that to all hell. So every bit of cold liquid hitting my teeth right now makes me feel like I want to die, but. Well, that's fun. The show, as they say, must go on. Uh, Ryan, May 4th was last week. Whoo!
1: Yeah. Whoo! We got some uh, we got a trailer. We got a trailer. But but that's not gonna be cruel. We're not gonna we're not gonna talk about it without certain someone here. But <sighs> it kinda kinda makes me wonder though. Like thinking about with all this praise of Kenobi, you know, when Andy's here, it's like Obi oh, this, Obi oh, that. Obi's so great. I love his beard. I wish I could touch his hair. What's under the rope? You know, it's just always about Obi Wan. I feel like we gotta kind of gotta take Kenobi down
0: a peg. Well, just uh, you're in luck, Ryan, because I have here a CBR.com article 10 times Obi Wan Kenobi screwed everything up. Woo-hoo! All, right. All right. All right. Let's, Let's so, uh, without further ado, to get everyone psyched for this uh, this Disney Plus epic coming in uh, two weeks, no, a little over two weeks now. Uh, two weeks. Let's uh, let's take Obi Wan Downy play. Let's see. I have not read this article yet. I just found this, and okay. I didn't. I want it to be okay. fresh, so I will read it to you, and we will. Uh, All right, you read it. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Ten of ten. His grudge with Darth Maul got Satine killed. Satine Craze was the uh, Duchess of Mandalore and leading voice in the planet's pacifism movement. She and Obi-Wan had an undisclosed relationship at some point, with many fans speculating that their relationship was romantic. Her time as leader of Mandalore was marred by the Death Watch's machinations, a situation that would cost Satine her life. Uh, yeah, it's the part where uh, I just finished re-watching all of the Clone Wars in preparation for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, and uh, yeah, that was a pretty powerful scene. When uh, spoiler alert, um, Zatine was killed, uh, and it's that that's going to be a book or something in the future if it hasn't already. I don't think it is, but I feel like it'd be a we'd get a little bit more about it, uh, or there'd be a little bit more mm-hmm. of like a a big buzz around it because you know it it, it is pretty cryptic what this relationship was because when she dies, she mm-hmm. says to Obi Wan, I, I loved you all along, or I've always loved you," something like that. And so it's like, a, oh, shit. Okay. So there's...
1: And doesn't he say something like, oh, if you'd only said the word, like, I would have, like, left everything? Something yeah, like that? Yeah,
0: I feel like there's some kind of interaction like that. I can't remember specifically what the uh, the verbiage was there. But that... Uh, yeah, I think there was something there where it was just like... And, of course, they start off with that typical... Um, uh kind of boy and girl on a school ground, pulling each other's hair. They're kind of at each other a little bit and picking at each other's tactics and bitching on each other. Mm-hmm. But you just know that, you know, they're going to they're gonna fall in like with each other. I know it. And then by the end of it, there's like this, <laughs> this like, oh, fuck. She died and they were, they were in love with each other. Oh my gosh.
1: But he, but he got
0: her killed. He got her basically? killed basically. If it wasn't for him? Essentially, because it was Darth Maul wanting to make Obi-Wan suffer. Not by killing him, but Mm. by killing someone who he knew uh, he had feelings for. So whether he sensed it or just knew it or um, something along those lines, it uh, it got Satine killed. So, Uh, but that'll be a good book one day, I think. Um, The romance, the romance side of it.
1: (sighs) Under the robe with Obi Wan, (laughs) red robe diaries. (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Let's Hey, that that could be Good Morning Alderaan's next arc. for season 3 is uh short, <laughs> short erotic tales from a
1: galaxy far, far away. <laughs> okay, roll to take off your pants.
0: <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh oh, you got a one. Uh so your mystery date is uh Jabba.
1: Ooh. You <laughs> oh. got point Dexter.
0: You get to uh, uh Diego Luna's big w- No, not Diego Luna. Was it Diego Luna? I was gonna say you get you get to fulfill yeah, yeah. his fantasy of touching Java.
1: Touching Java everywhere. All over.
0: Uh okay, number nine. Always letting General Grievous get away. General Grievous was one of the most <laughs> dangerous foes that Obi-Wan fought, and they fought a lot. This in and of itself is the problem. Obi-Wan was eventually able to kill Grievous but his failure to do so earlier made things in the clone wars so much worse. <laughs> Obi-Wan oh, yeah. was a very skilled lightsaber combatant and force user, and the fact that he was never able to stop Grievous from escaping and ending the cyborg general is really kind of mystifying. If Obi-Wan had just tried a little harder, he could have beaten Grievous earlier, robbing the separatists mm-hmm. of one of their most dangerous weapons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, based on my rewatch of the Clone Wars, yeah, he fought Grievous a couple of times. Oh, he wow. was in the same room quite a bit. Yeah, um, I like how they never did bring Anakin in the same scene. There was like even one scene where Anakin had just left and like the door closed mm. and the Grievous was right there to take on Obi-Wan and they started a little fight. Um,
1: but that kind of kept it. Like well, it, yeah.
0: It it kept Because the... well, they had that
1: line in row of the Sith, yeah. right? Like I thought you'd be taller. You shorter
0: know. than I expected, or something like that, yeah.
1: That's that's something like yeah. that, yeah. But I was after actually I'm rewatch I'm watching Clone Wars for the first time, and I'm just getting into season two, and I'm I'm finding I'm like, does Grievous just like lose and run away? It seems to be like every episode that he's in. He's like he loses, runs that's away. That's his, his this case. modus
0: operandi. He's kind of like the uh uh the Dr. Claw of uh of um Star Wars, where he, I'll get you next time, Gadget, next time, and then just take away oh. at his ship. Take off. At his but ship.
1: yeah, it's funny because Obi Wan is always, you know, on hate on um, Anakin for like being reckless and screwing things up. But yeah, there's been multiple times where <laughs> Grievous just gets away.
0: Yeah, he's just like, like <laughs> oh like, shit. Like Pokeroo, you know, just missed him again. Pokeroo. Uh,
1: Pokeroo, Pokeroo.
0: Uh Terrifying. number 8 uh never noticed palpatine's manipulation of Anakin. Obi-Wan and Anakin were best of friends mm. with one of the closest relationship master padawan relationship with one of the closest relationship master padawan relationship in the Jedi order. That looks like it's written weird. However, for people that were so close, Obi-Wan didn't notice a lot of what was going on in Anakin's life. This would have caused a lot of problems mm. with the biggest caused by Obi-Wan not noticing Palpatine's manipulation of Anakin.
1: If Obi Wan would or have, or even been, just noticing that Palpatine was, you know, evil as fuck. a bad dude.
0: Uh, if Obi Wan yeah. would have noticed this, things would have been a very different. But he didn't. This blind spot in their relationship mm. made things a lot worse for everyone in the galaxy. <laughs> Understatement of yeah, the week. It. Um. Yeah. He century. Uh, but yeah, I I think that to to argue that a little bit, I think. Obi-Wan turned, and he admittedly turned a blind eye to like the, um, the Padme side of it. And again, I'm going to reference mm-hmm. it, the audiobook of Revenge of the Sith. Um, he has, uh, Obi-Wan has a great interaction with Padme when he discovers that, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, the, uh, that Anakin has become Darth Vader and has slayed a bunch of younglings. That scene is mm-hmm. expanded quite a bit in the, the audio book. And he does say like, um, I can't remember if he outright says that he noticed that those two were in love or he knew that they were in love. Well, he he says like, yeah, Anakin's the father. Um, Mm -hmm. and so he goes on a little bit and says like, I knew that this was happening the entire time, but it it made him feel better. And in that way I didn't, and because of that, I didn't say anything. And because of that, that means that I loved him almost just as much as you. Uh, just in terms of what our order stands for and what that means. Like I I loved him to the point Mm -hmm. that I just wanted him to get that sense of happiness that he was so sorely lacking from the hole that was left from his mother dying and getting taken away. And he was, he was just kind of alone. Mm -hmm. So in that same vein, he gets a lot of that mentorship externally from the order from Palpatine. And so that was just kind of like another little fatherly figure Love a uh, symbol of some kind of relationship that Obi Wan is turning a blind eye to. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, so yeah, I yeah. I wouldn't say he never noticed it. I would say that him not acting on it would be the bigger dick move <laughs> of uh, yeah.
1: But, well, and I, I I don't think were they ever like in the same room, all three of them, that he would really even see that. I feel like it was like Anakin kind of had it like,
0: yeah, you're kinda right, kind of the down low bits thing.
1: at a time. Like he was just kind of talked to Palpatine and Palpatine would talk to him. It wasn't like they were all hanging out together. Or yeah. He would even talk to Obi-Wan about Palpatine. They weren't, I don't uh, know.
0: They weren't all going out for drinks or anything like that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was just kind of like that. Well, uh, yeah, it, it, that's a good point. Like what opportunities would Obi-Wan have had to have noticed this in the first place? So, mm-hmm. um, but hey, it's, it made the list. So we'll, we'll report on it. Um, oh, here's a cute one. <laughs> Not making sure Darth Maul was dead on Naboo. <laughs> you cut a guy in half, Mel. falls down a thousand foot pit, and just say... I don't fault him for that one. <laughs> yeah, really. That's, uh, you know, you you dust a guy in half with a piece of just, with a plasma sword, and then... I don't know what else he could have done. Right? Like...
1: Dro- dropped a grenade down there or something like,
0: <laughs> just just let a barrage loose down of a couple of thermal detonators, uh, yeah. Some d- just throw a couple of more lightsabers down there, Uh you know. Spits
1: on it, pees on it.
0: But in in the vein of the <laughs> yeah, a,
1: throw some rocks. <laughs> <taking> a whiz.
0: <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's the vein. It's it's what the it is a mistake whether or not he meant to do it you know hindsight is 2020 20, of course but this is just like one of those things where um had he just gone to check for the double tap or gone down to retrieve the body so they could do some sort of autopsy or mm-hmm. even like like get a maintenance crew to do that but instead the mm-hmm. ball somehow ended up in the garbage and ended up on that one planet can't remember what it's called now um and turned into this wacko that uh mm-hmm. eventually turned into this huge crime lord who killed a very uh close person to
1: Obi Wan uh later on. Yep. So yeah, you, you could say it's a mess up. Um Yeah, he, or like like with like uh Thor and like Thanos, like he should have went for the head. Maybe good that's call. It yeah. <laughs> there you go. Instead of instead of checking down the garbage shoot, just like no, he should have just chopped his head right off. Right.
0: Like, yeah, he's he, he should just like yeah. Or did like a double tap kind of thing, like you say, do the waist, and then in a the secondary motion, do the shoot, head, shoot the blaster down. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, okay, number uh, number six. He incessantly sasses everyone. Obi Wan Kenobi was known for being he a bit mouthy. His sarcastic one liners and constant sassing of friend and foe led a lot uh, led to a lot of bad things for a whole bunch of people. Obi Wan made enemies rather easily because of his mouthy nature. Once. Uh, who would do anything to see him dead uh he is a bit of a sasshole mm. and you see that a lot in the clone wars especially where he's just very like very dry with his delivery and just like <laughs> uh-huh. you're a bit of a cunt aren't you gravis um <laughs> and so uh
1: I, I, I always think of an attack of the clones when they when an anakin shows up he's like we're here to rescue you. he's like good job <laughs> <laughs> and then
0: just, like, looks forward, like, fuck you. <laughs> uh, Way to go. Uh, okay, so continuing on. While it made Obi-Wan entertaining and endeared him to some people, if Obi-Wan was less of a sarcastic person, he would have made fewer enemies. As one of the premier Jedi of the Clone Wars, uh, him having so many enemies made things far worse for everyone. He, He really wasn't an overly likable guy, was he? Like, even in episode one, it wasn't his idea to bring Anakin. He was against it. He was no. he was hard no, against no. bringing Anakin into the fold.
1: Was he like was this another life form or something? He was like so dismissive. Yeah. Not. Did you know? Did you know though? Um, a lot of the scenes with Qui Gon was originally supposed to be Obi Wan. Qui Gon wasn't supposed to show up until they went back to Coruscant. Oh, really? Yeah, in the original scripts, so all the scenes like on tatooine or whatever was actually supposed to be obi-wan that sounds familiar th- which which is kind of interesting if,
0: I, I can't remember if we if talked about, about, about that before it. if you brought that up once because that would have made so much more sense right like like obi-wan being yeah. the one who discovered him and taking that responsibility and it kind of puts the onus a little bit more on him for the fall of darth vader um in the end mm-hmm. anyways uh yeah that would have been but uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing that was probably uh Liam Neeson thing I'm wondering like wanting more screen time or yeah. uh I don't know it's it...
1: or I think Liam Neeson was probably just a bigger maybe a bigger star at the time like I think it, I don't know if it was just after Schindler's list and maybe they're like ah is you and Guy still too young let's let's give that to.
0: Liam. yeah yeah true I mean yeah, Schindler's it's... was like 93 or 94 and then train spotting was Ewan in 96 or 97 and that wasn't even like that, that that's, that's kinda like man. a cult classic kind of thing, I'd say. And yeah. And probably not even as big over in North American markets um as it was uh in like UK. Ch- choose life.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay, that's terrible. <laughs> Scottish accent I was trying to say, his opening model, it says choose life. And then he's just like running I can't do it, but it's a great great scene. Mm-hmm. The Lust for Life song.
0: Yeah, I, I gotta re watch both those again. I, I actually I don't really know if I the <laughs> second one yet, but
1: I haven't seen the second. One. My favorite scene, I think, in in the Transylvania is when the guy goes for the job interview, and I think I don't know what, what they give him to because I think they're all heroin addicts, yeah, right? So I think yeah. he gives him something to be more alert, and he just like is like screaming at the guy <laughs> during the whole interview.
0: I barely remember it, but uh, yeah, There's, I
1: I tried reading the book, but the the book is written all like phonetically. Oh, really? So it's like you're. It's really hard to follow because like, it's like in the Scottish accent. I couldn't even get through. I couldn't get through the first wow. page. Wow, it, it was brutal. I was so hard.
0: <laughs> That's like yeah. how uh, uh, how J.K. Rowling wrote ha- uh, for Hagrid in the book. He, she wrote him like phonetically. Mm. All the other characters were, mm. you know, just the Queen's English kind of thing. But uh, yeah, Hagrid is written a little bit more like you know, Harry. <laughs> uh, Harry. Harry, you're wizard, uh, Harry, you're a wizard, Harry. Wizard, Harry. I'm a what? <laughs> You're a wizard. <laughs> a what? That a fucking wizard. <laughs> uh, so yeah, number six was Obi-Wan is pretty mouthy. Uh, five. Yeah, secretly hitchhiking with Padme to Mustafar made his confrontation with Anakin worse. Obi-Wan. I'd say so. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Obi-Wan and Yoda learning the truth about Anakin was terrible. And having to go in and confront Anakin was bad enough. However, Obi-Wan made it even worse by secretly hitchhiking, hitchhiking on Padme's ship to Mustafar. Anakin believes Obi-Wan turned his wife against him and force-choked her <laughs> a move that would break her heart and <laughs> lead to her death. Uh, yeah. The weird thing is that Obi-Wan had so many other options. He could have put a tracker on her ship and gotten her another way. Uh, hitching a ride with someone mm-hmm. under Bail Organa's command or using General Grievous's fighter, which he still had access to.
1: That's <sighs> a good point.
0: Yeah, but... But like,
1: or 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 at least like partway through the like flight, just said, "Hey Padme, I'm here." Like when we get there, yeah. I'll go up first. You know what I mean? Like,
0: but he he had uh, Anakin had sensors, right? Like he said, you could tell there's a ship coming in
1: um right but if it's her ship
0: he wouldn't it, it, so it's uh, kind of a trojan horse kind of thing where he's not gonna if he brought general grievous a starfighter it would have been like keska fuck what is that why is it coming directly here yeah uh you know raise raise the alarms raise the uh, planetary defenses if there are any uh there would have been a little bit more mm-hmm. of a not taken up by surprise which is what i think obi was going for um mm-hmm. but yeah in the end did it help i doubt it was mission accomplished not really. <laughs> I always thought how he's
1: just standing there with his arms at his side, like it's like like he practically he should have just popped up with like surprise, but he's just like standing there, like in the like in his silhouette, like shaking his head. Yeah,
0: really. Like what? It, it's like a liar. He's just waiting for timing instead of just coming down and it's like not yet. It's, the time's not ready. Wait for it. Wait for it. There we go. Here I am. <laughs> Fuck you. Ugh, <laughs> uh, brutal. Uh, Didn't help. Uh, uh, well, uh, yeah. Number four, not telling Luke about Leia being his sister and having them train together. Yeah, right? That's kind of a good point. Okay, let's see what it says yeah. here. Uh, Obi-Wan kept a lot of secrets and one of the biggest was the relationship between Luke and Leia. It made sense to keep this secret for a while, but after his death, when he was communicating with Luke a lot, it's kind of just mystifying way he'd never told Luke the truth about his sister and had them start training together. It would have made a whole bunch of things easier for everyone if Luke and Leia were both training together between A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back. It would have given the rebels two Force users, which is better than one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that that that's kind of puzzling, isn't it? Yeah. but like you could also,
1: yeah. what
0: was that part of the script already in nineteen seventy seven?
1: No, well, I don't. I think the Leia was only decided in Return of the Jedi. Mm. But then two. It is kind of, I always thought it was weird how Yoda says there is another, and he was referring to Skywalker, right? Yeah. But then he says that to Obi-Wan, who when you go back and like when you see Revenge of the Sith, Obi-Wan knows that. And I feel like they never really fixed that kind of plot hole. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't really make any sense why Yoda says it like that. Yeah. He's like, no, there is another.
0: And especially nowadays. And uh, um, so after rewatching Clone Wars, I've I've continued on to Rebels. And thinking about that exact same line, like, Kanan is out there. You got Cal Kestis from the other stuff. And of course, this wasn't even considered or thought of back in 1980. Yeah. But this is the kind of stuff like current writers should be mindful of. Here's here's me with my shoulda hat yeah, they,
1: they, watched, they They watch those movies too, right? Yeah, like, you would hope can't so. Can't blame George for that.
0: Um. So yeah, yeah. You, you, like yeah, very well said. You can't blame George for that whatsoever. But like, no. And then keeping in mind, like, there is another. How many? There, there's a couple more. There's another. That sounds like just one. And so, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you could say that's Leia. But mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: is she a hope though? Is she kind of maybe? I don't know.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I wonder too if she was never really considered not because she's a lady but because she's princess leia do you know what I mean like
0: a little bit too high profile was, kind of thing
1: yeah she can't go running in there and you know fighting Darth Vader and potentially dying like yeah luke was more easy more uh, expendable right
0: yeah yeah <laughs> he's a little bit more of a wild card kind of thing and and you know leia was a, a brilliant tactician and diplomatic uh um you know assist for the the Rebel Alliance and the the Rebel cause against the Empire. She had the you know the power of politics, whereas Luke was a <laughs> farm boy
1: who could shoot small animals in a T sixteen Skyhopper. <laughs> so you know, you'd know, be interesting. I don't know if they would ever do this, but I wonder it would be interesting if that was all part of the plan too. Like it's two different ways to bring down the Empire. Leia kind of as a part of the whole rebel force and like kind of working with the politics of it all. But then Luke would be like the spiritual force of like the Jedi and the good to take on Darth Vader. Interesting. Yeah. And that was always, always their plan. Yeah. It's a multi-pronged, multi-pronged,
0: multi-pronged approach there. And, uh, yeah, it makes you wonder what the what the whole plan was initially. And and I think uh not to delve too, too deeply into Kenobi, uh the new show coming out, mm. but like that that one scene in the trailer, which we will really get into when Andy's back here. But when Obi-Wan is telling uh Owen, when the time comes, he must be trained. And he like he trained his father. <laughs> and it's just like that, ooh, right in the nuts. <laughs> What's yeah. your plan? That's a good brood? point, That's though. It's a, good point. That's a good, point. good
1: point. And that better be on the list. <laughs> that better be on the list.
0: <laughs> I bet you it's number one. All right, we're getting <laughs> down here to it, though. Uh, oh, here we go. Pretty close. Number three, not telling Luke the truth about his father. Yeah. Uh, while the reveal of Luke's paternity is one of the biggest moments in Star Wars and movies in general, it was also a devastating blow to the young Jedi. If Luke would have known that Vader was his father before, he could have worked harder to redeem his father which would have changed the war between the Alliance mm-hmm. and the Empire tremendously. Eh, I don't think that aforementioned, that, that kind yeah. of vein that we were just talking about, the little farm boy who, you know, doesn't really, yeah. what's he, what's he got? I don't know if really that would have been that big of a drop.
1: I don't think he'd have the skills to do it. And at yeah. that point, I don't think Darth Vader would have cared. He probably just would have killed him. No,
0: yeah, for sure. And, you know,
1: I think he needed that interactions, like, you know, first eating a sense. Oh, that the, the force is strong in this one. Wait, I think that's potentially my kid. And then having that duel and then really trying to recruit him. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they needed that progression for Vader too, where I feel like if Luke knew who said like, Hey, you're my dad. Yeah.
0: It's like one of those, uh, how it should have ended kind of uh, scenes where that would just happen. And then the credits would show up and, Written and directed by George Lucas,
1: and who's to say he's his only kid? I mean, hey, maybe, maybe, maybe Darth Vader got around. Who knows? All black, you know, cruising around the galaxy. I wonder. I wonder <laughs> what is? I wonder. I wonder what
0: happened to his dong? I wonder. Well, I wonder. I, I. It's one of those things. Like well, yeah. you can ask the question, just be prepared to hear the answer. Or in this case, see the answer. Here's and I'm not sure I'm
1: ready for Here's that. the thing. I think I think it's there. Because when he got his arm and leg chopped off, he landed on his tum-tum, right? Yes. And his back, was it back leg that kind of lit on fire? And it went up the back of him. But his stomach and his crotch was in the, the dirt. Okay, okay, it insulated. It's kind of protected, right? Yeah, okay. And he, he still had clothes on there those didn't burn away it was mostly his face and kind of his lungs and all that Yeah, but I think it might be it might be okay
0: okay okay
1: well hey let's uh and if not. let's write that fan picture
0: <laughs> yeah let's uh <laughs> that'll be our Disney spinoff right there uh, it's coming <laughs> almost full circle now to our erotic short tales from a galaxy far far away <laughs> number two he never finished Anakin off. Obi-Wan's battle against Anakin on Mustafar is one of the greatest lightsaber fights yep. in Star Wars history. Not only because of how great it looked, but because of, how she, uh, because of the sheer emotion of the battle. The violent dissolution of their relationship set both of them on different roads, roads that would intersect 19 years later on the Death Star. However, Obi-Wan could have saved everyone the whole lot of trouble if he had just killed Anakin on Mustafar. He'd already cut off Anakin's limbs, so it wouldn't have taken much more to, uh, much more to kill him. While it would have been emotionally mm-hmm. difficult for him to do, it would have been best for everyone involved and saved billions of lives.
1: Whew. Um Well, truthfully, it's almost more cruel that he didn't kill him. Yeah, like, it's like it'd be like it's it'd be like hitting a, a deer on the side of the road and you see it just like suffering and you're just like, uh, I'm just gonna take this from you and walk away. Like,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> he takes his
1: lightsaber and, walk, and he's like screaming in agony, like.
0: Yeah. yeah. And just kind of lets him burn. And, you know, he probably had the mentality, he couldn't deliver that killing stroke. He would let like, I didn't kill him, the lava killed him. So that's uh, like a very selfish mm. outlook on it kind of thing. Um, I just thought he was dead and done in there. Uh, but that's, yeah, it, again, it comes back to the double tap. That's the, uh, what was it? zombie land? Um, where you got to make yeah, sure that they're tap. dead. It's
1: don't get stingy with your bullets.
0: <laughs> yeah, the lightsaber. Uh, you know, pretty sure it ain't running on a battery pack. I'm pretty sure the Duracell. Was, he, uh... just,
1: he just he could have just gave him a little nudge with his foot. He just pushed him into the lava, <laughs> just like. hey yeah. I mean, he might
0: have bit his shoe or something, like, but yeah, just
1: like like in um like uh, a Christmas story. Because when Santa pushes him oh, down, them down the, slide? the the slide, <laughs> yeah, nope. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I hate you, yeah, goodbye, <laughs> yeah, go scratch your
0: ass and kick him into the lava. Uh, fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, but hey, it's another reason that Obi-Wan fucked up. Last but not least, he couldn't even finish the job. Number one, yeah, much like JJ Abrams, hey, oh, um, hey, number one. He never should have trained Anakin in the first place. <gasps> Obi-Wan taking over Anakin's training. Or, her, oh,
1: or. or he could have just done a good job. Right. Not been so resentful Act and did for such help. a shit job at it.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Brutal. Obi Wan taking over Anakin's training had repercussions that would have been felt uh, that would be felt throughout the galaxy for decades. While it's hard to say that anyone would have been a better choice for him to train than Obi Wan, the Jedi Order was full of experienced masters who could conceivably do it better than him. Later in life, Obi Wan knew what a mistake he had made taking over Anakin's training. While their relationship was a highlight of both their lives for a long time, they still could have been friends without Obi Wan training him. And another master may have been able to keep Anakin from the dark side better.
1: <sighs> yeah. yeah. Why Why does Yoda, why does Yoda say tell Obi-Wan to, I know, I guess Qui-Gon tells him to train him, but it doesn't actually make a whole lot of sense. Cause at the time he was still Padawan himself, right? Like, yeah, I, I uh, uh, um, it seems like a big ask. Oh, actually, sorry. Like, you know, your master just died. Um, and he was going to train him. you know, the potential chosen one. you never trained anyone before, but we'll give you the chosen one to train.
0: Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> here's this. And, and you wonder what happened in between Phantom Menace and uh, uh, Attack of the Clones. Was it that Obi-Wan was pure, like, the they were attached at the hip for that entire amount of time? Did Anakin go off to, like, Youngling boot camp and have to you know, train with a couple of the younger ones for a couple of years beforehand, with Obi-Wan checking in on him yep. and like being his that fatherly figure and that mentor with a lot of stuff. Did he have to I doubt they were attached to the hip every single day.
1: But I just I don't know. I, I just ima- imagine him as like that 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 really terrible, uh angry like father who's trying to coach his kid baseball. It's like, <laughs> What's wrong with you? are you stupid oh my god have you ever even seen a lightsaber i remember
0: my first day <laughs> do you really you were brought as an infant obi
1: <laughs> just like just a terrible teacher <laughs> the entire time uh is that the best you could do you're useless <laughs> you're so disappointing <laughs> why do you sorry why are you to... only
0: like this when you do death sticks
1: <laughs> put them away. Yeah. Uh but that, that honestly, he had one job. Train Anakin. Anything that Anakin was bad at or you know faltered with, like you could put it all on Obi-Wan. Of course, correct. I mean, well maybe it's a reflection of the you know Jedi Council in general, like, but still. No other I don't think any other Padawans grew up to murder humans.
0: <laughs> Not too many. I mean, a couple of them did, you know, they did cross over to the dark side or they'd leave and do their own thing and be a little bit shady. But, you know, the from, yeah. from what we, the fourth wall, know of the Jedi Order is that most of them were raised to be overall, I wouldn't even say good people, but just trained to do the right thing for the greater good mm-hmm. and that, and that, of course that's like the the archetype of all evil is just like doing things for the greater good but they were selfless so therefore yeah. their intentions yeah. were for the greater good um not yeah. for themselves but for the galaxy on mass um but yeah when you take into account the individual and their wants and needs and desires then that's that's a hard uh hard recipe especially when you he had that taste of non-Jedi life for nine years. That's a long time for, you know, I my, my mm-hmm. kid is almost nine and seeing him getting taken away at this point, it's like, whoa, that would be, that would be fucking weird. <laughs> uh, yeah. And like, he's a developed person already. He's got a personality. He's got thoughts, opinions, um, ways of doing things, hesitations, fears, all of that. And like just ripped away from the, his current lifestyle into something completely different, yeah, that might fuck him up a little. So,
1: yeah, hard to say. Although he was, he was like weirdly excited about it. Annika, he's like, yippee!
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bye, bye. See you later, ma. I'll come back when you're dying. Uh, but okay, so here's a segue into a little piece of news. Uh, Star Wars Brotherhood, a book, was just released um, yesterday, May 10th. At the time of recording of this podcast. Uh, and that, uh, I've seen that all over the Facebook groups. And everything lately. And this explores the time almost right after. Attack of the Clones. So uh, Anakin is a Jedi Knight. And him. So him and Obi-Wan. I don't think Obi-Wan has been promoted to the rank of Master yet. So they're almost on equal playing grounds. They're like mm. like equals. So that dynamic comes into effect. And that's what I'm really excited to. Uh, when I finally... I'm, I'm so, working my way through a couple other books right now, but,
1: uh, so it's between, maybe you already said this, but it's between Phantom Menace and Clone Wars. Correct. Like that kind of period.
0: Uh, no, sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. No. Uh, but, uh, after the Clone Wars and, um, so the Clone Wars have happened. He's, he's now a Jedi Knight. He's not a Padawan anymore. Um. Okay. Uh, so.
1: When did Obi-Wan become a master? See, I don't know exactly.
0: Maybe that's what this book says. Maybe his promotion to the rank of master is within okay. this. Um. Okay. Uh, so, but, but it's getting some great reviews already. Like a lot of these, um, Star Wars book Facebook groups or whatever that I'm a part of, um, they're all, they're all jazzed on it. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's sounding good. Cool. I'm intrigued. Yeah, no, it'll be good. I'm, I'm working my way through the Darth Bane trilogy right now. I'm almost done book one. It's very interesting. And he's the one who kind of formulated the rule of two. So it's uh mm-hmm. it's been really cool so far to see how that's gone, and I'm I'm at like the last chapter of the first book. So, and I hear the second book is even better. I
1: feel like I feel like the books is just like a whole other world of Star Wars that I have never even really delved into. Oh my god! I, I read one like chapter book, and it was about like it was a Han Solo book, and I read it in like the 90s. I don't even remember what it was about. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: they they're was, they're awesome. Yeah. I I can't recommend the expanded universe more. Uh, I'm I'm starting my new job on. This upcoming Monday and I have to transit I have to drive for about an hour once a week. Hour and a half maybe. Mm. Um and so that's gonna be my Star Wars audiobook time. Just crushing <laughs> crushing those while I'm driving. Nice. So uh get get nice. some more expanded universe stuff in there, baby. Ew. Ew. Um yeah, on that note, you got anything else? No. No
1: We don't. miss you, Andy. Well, it, do we have it, do we have anything? Obi-Wan's hair, I'll say that, Attack of the Clones. It's pretty fresh. It's a mullet. Yeah. It's a mullet. I'll just say yeah.
0: that. It's an interesting yeah. hairstyle, interesting hair choice. Again, I don't think it really helped with the reviews of it initially when it first came out, being like, what the fuck is this guy doing? But I don't know. Maybe he's trying to be like Qui-Gon. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Anyways, that's that's all I'm going to add to that. But Obi-Wan. It's a special mention. Shit on Obi-Wan take just a special pension. He had a mullet. <laughs> well, I hope
0: uh, uh after the enormous dump we've just taken on Obi-Wan that you are all just as excited as we are still for the upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi series uh on Disney Plus of course. We're not affiliated nor am I you know nor do we receive any ad income for them. I'm just very excited. But if any... they'd
1: like to, if they'd like to give us slide a... into
0: our DMs. <laughs> and uh yeah. <laughs> make her happen uh yeah so for more you can check us out on instagram at good morning alderon um yeah thank you to everyone who tunes in we really really do appreciate it uh if you wouldn't mind sharing us with a friend or giving us a like a thumbs up uh a review even uh good better and different but it better be five stars that would kick at Mm -hmm. least a million asses and we appreciate that and we appreciate you um yeah on behalf of my very handsome co-host ryan thank you Always be a Jedi in the streets And a Sith in the sheets Good night everybody I like saying that I like saying that